Welcome to the show. Hi, how you doing? You know what? I'm going to keep on going with this one. This is The Couch of Randomness, episode number 10. Yay, double digits. Wow, we've done it. We're 10 years old. Weeks. My bad. Weeks. 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 I'm John. I'm Rose. And on this episode, let's talk about Deadpool 2. We went and saw it twice. Did we like it? Did we not? I don't know. Listen, find out. Uh, there is there's some Star Wars news out. Because, I mean, Solo's coming. Solo is coming. So, bad news, Vita fans. Some stuff's going away. Let's talk about that one. But, Microsoft, I tip my hat to you for the coolest thing I've ever seen a gaming company do. I, I, I'm excited about this one. It's really cool. It's really, really cool. Uh, there are a couple indie games that are super cute, and one of them is out already, and the other is coming out, I think, later this year, and I'm so excited. And finally, we've got E3 rumors. Let's talk about that, specifically for Nintendo. Some have popped up that are cool and a little crazy all at the same time. Yay! So sit down on this couch and let's have some fun. All right, well, let's... Let's talk about a movie that we were excited for. I really was. I'm super excited for this movie. I really was. So, uh, Deadpool 2 came out. Yes. And, yeah. And it came out. And it was... We're going to be the minority in this one. Yes. We, we know that for a fact yes. already. Uh, so, we saw it... We actually saw it twice. Because we wanted to make sure what we actually thought. Yeah, we... we Maybe we had a bad movie going experience the yeah. first time. Maybe it was just a bad day. Maybe it was a bad day. Just honestly, really, really wasn't feeling it the first time we saw it. Just like, oh, wow, this is I mean, disappointing. I, I laughed at a lot of the jokes the first time. Yeah. I laughed I more than John. Yes. I giggled four times, maybe. So maybe. What we discovered about Deadpool is the first half hour is a really good movie. Oh yeah, the first half hour is an amazing movie. I'm like, this is I'm I'm in for this movie. And, and then it just turns weird. It just it's not as funny and it's almost more afraid to stand on its own feet. Yeah. I, I you know what actually I agree with that because I, I did have that problem because when we saw it the second time, I didn't even laugh at all. Um, if I did, it was at the very beginning. Yeah. And and I think two jokes at the end. Yes. Nothing in the middle. No. And I like it sucks because, well, it, what's funny was in the opening credits, like last time, they kind of just made and poked fun of different, like produced by, edited by, directed by and all the stuff. Uh-huh. Like just little pokes and prods, which I thought was actually really funny. Yeah. In this one, they did it again. Cool. But then it was directed by one of the guys that killed the dog and John Wick. They killed John Wick's dog. They killed John Wick's dog. And you're like, okay, that's funny. And then you come to the realization that Deadpool 2 is John Wick. The whole story is John Wick. And I didn't like that. Because you're right. It didn't stand on its own two feet. Deadpool is an ama- the first one amazing. Yeah. Funny. Relevant. Knew how to break the fourth wall. Yeah. But this time, the fourth wall breaking just didn't land right for me at all. Yeah. Like, nothing. It was almost too dead on. It was, it really was a case of, let's explain what's happening. Yeah. Instead of, let's show this and let you figure out some of it on your own. Exactly. No, it was, here, take my hand. We're going to get through this movie. Yeah. It, it, it almost was like, all right, we... We have to live up to Deadpool 1. We know we're not going to. So let's kind of change some of it to where it's it's more mass appealed, I guess, is the best way to put it. Because possibly I, I feel like Deadpool 1 is a little more niched, quote unquote, uh-huh. because it is not as mainstream. Because, I mean, they took a gamble. What have we got to lose? Kind of idea. Exactly. And it worked. This one didn't work. Like there were I, the fourth wall breaking really didn't work for me either because I, you said that. And I just realized one of the best ideas or best things that happened in the first one was I remember a scene where Deadpool was about to kill a guy on like on a cab. And he looked at the camera and goes, you know what? This is way too violent for you guys. And actually pushes the camera out of the way. Yeah. And it, the guy's screaming. And I think some blood splurts happen. But it was actually really, really funny 
the, how they pulled that off. Yeah. And it was all, it wasn't, there was nothing like that in the second one. It was all just references, uh, references to lazy writing and like 20th century Fox screwing things up. And, and why can't why can't we have better special effects and yeah. things like that? It wasn't it wasn't anything creatively written into oh Deadpool knows that we're watching a movie. It was just half heartedly <laughs> oh yeah that that's lazy writing which it's funny to me now thinking about that because that's the movie yeah lazily written now don't get me wrong Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool yes he made the movie but yes, it just didn't land right did. I actually really liked. Uh, Josh Brolin as yeah. Cable. That actually worked for me. Yeah, he did a good job. Um, I really like Domino. Yeah, Zaza Beats, I think is her name. I think so. Zaza Beats. Yeah, her, she worked really well. Yeah. Those three were fantastic. Absolutely. But like, I would definitely see a third one. Yeah. But yeah. so long as they get rid of the kid. Yeah, the, the kid didn't add anything to me. And they were forcing that idea, the kid, because I don't know how spoiler we want to get. I mean, eh, with this, let's not get too, too spoilery. Spoiler. But yeah, they really pushed the kid for a specific reason through that whole movie. And it almost got a little really. You kind of sit there going, but that's not what Deadpool is. Yeah. I mean, I understand looking, trying to find a different concept, a different of this take, a different take, another layer to the Deadpool character and trying to give him some kind of family heart. Yeah, I, I'm fine with looking at it that way and trying that. But I didn't like how they did it. Yeah. And to be little, honest with you, a little bit too pushy, a little bit too pushy. And the end credit scene kind of just negated the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. And that really actually did. really pisses me off when movies do that. You know, the other thing. What's that? Um, the. Well, I don't really want to get into it, actually. Uh, but like the end credit scenes, like it takes place in multiple places. Yeah. Because he. Because of his actions in the first place, mm -hmm. the second place actually would not have happened. Yeah, actually, yeah, I remember that, kind of paying attention to that. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a very good point. It just, yeah, I. What, what are you going to give it? Let, let's let's just round it out. What would you have given it? Um, if we had actually done a thirty-second review instead of having issues with someone's eye, yeah, my eye, I'll, oh. I'll fully admit to that. My, yeah, my eye John was had some issues with out. his eye. It hurts. Yeah, so we couldn't be on camera. Yeah, um, self-conscious. Okay, seriously. Um, honestly, I would say stream it. Like, it's. I'm the person who gets super curious about things. So, yeah, go ahead and stream it. I don't know that I would want to spend money on it again. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> How about you? Because I know what you want to say. I know what I want to say. I know that say. you're playing like you don't, like you won't say it. No, actually, you know what? Pass. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to mess around with it. I, I didn't like it. I thought it, it fell flat. Nothing made sense. The push, because I mean, we can say that they actually some of the marketing pushed X Force. Why were they there? That doesn't that didn't make any sense. The comedy why they were there didn't really pan out and yeah. make me laugh. It was just half hearted, and I and I, that's something I really that, did want more X Force. Yeah, I wanted more X Force. I wanted them to kind of go. All right, we know what we did. Let's just make it bigger, better, and let Ryan Reynolds pretty much off the chain even more. Just let yeah. him cut, cut loose. And it seemed like they like bogged him down and like all right we got to make sure we amass or like just pot uh, blah, 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 blah. um conform not conform but appeal that's the word i'm looking for to multiple <laughs> audiences because now deadpool is a big thing and it's a big property yeah so i, I just i'd pass I, I think you would be better off watching deadpool one twice yeah and in like probably. laughing multiple times at each one yeah well just like go watch Deadpool and then John Wick, because that way you've watched two awesome movies. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's the thing. Go watch John Wick. It's a better movie. Yeah. It is a 100% better movie. Okay, so we've had some leaks this week. Oh, yeah. It's been a slightly leaky week. It's been like a leaky faucet. A leaky faucet from here and there. <laughs> so let, let's talk about the uh, franchise that we think is getting a little too much happening with it. It's just. They're, they're putting out too much content. There, there's too much content coming out. We, we know we're, again, the minority, but yeah. hey, less is more sometimes, guys. Less is more. Once in a while. So a leak came out for the Obi-Wan Kenobi movie uh -huh. that we've all been actually, I'll, I'll admit, I've been wanting. Yeah. 
as long as I get Ewan McGregor, I don't care. Because <laughs> let's be honest, he was the best part of all three movies, even though in even though he was still awful in Phantom three. Menace. Yeah, and, well, no, not fa- I thought he was awful in uh, the third one. What's the third one called? Revenge of the Sith. Re- Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, that's how much that and made me impressed. Like left no, for me. Like the best actor in the in Phantom Menace was the kid. That's true. He was the kid was the best actor, but in. Obi-Wan was super stilted like he wasn't he wasn't to the point of super annoying and he did have a good fight yeah at the end so I mean that's good yeah I I, I agree with you on that one but yeah there are some scenes in number three that I was just like wow you and you're really just reading reading the script right now aren't you that's that's kind of what he did through most of it yeah but I I think he if like let loose he could probably do it but okay let's let's, get an actual director and not George Lucas yeah dang no, I'm just saying I'm 100% with you. George Lucas cannot direct it for it. No. So, okay. So we're getting an idea about what could possibly be happening with this movie. Uh-huh. And apparently it's going to be, again, a prequel. But let's not let's put down the pitch port forks real fast. A prequel to A New Hope, where Obi-Wan is actually on Tatooine watching over Luke, young baby Luke uh-huh. and his uh, uncle and aunt. I really uncle don't. Uncle Owen uncle and aunt, aunt Baru. Aunt Baru. Did you almost call? Did you almost say Uncle Baru? I almost said Uncle Baru. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes, I did. Almost say that. Force. But it, it's like he. They're kind of setting it up where he like he's living in exile and he's hiding out from the sand people. And okay. uh, like for lo- whatever reason. For, uh, whatever reason. And like the sand people and the local Tatooine farmers are like starting to feud and he kind of has to be the general Kenobi that we know and step in to kind of foster peace hmm. where it's it's a little more rough around the edges kind of idea for a movie. OK. And I'm actually really kind of digging the idea where it's as much as I hate saying what I'm about to say contained for a Star Wars movie, even though that's why I didn't like uh, the last Jedi because it was too contained. I like this idea that we're focusing on one character, which is Obi Wan, and it's very contained on one planet, maybe with just a oh, simple. We'll see about that yeah, we'll part. see about that one, but with a very simple <laughs> plot. But given in the Star Wars universe, I think this would work really well with what you said—the right director. Yeah, um, because just directors really do make or break movies. And if you don't understand that, then please start looking it up because it's true. Yep. And actually, right now, the uh, director that they're looking at is... Hold on, let me pull up IMDb because I want to see what he's done. I didn't register. that. Was, I saw production, and I thought he was like the producer of this. Yeah. But it is... Uh, the name is Stephen Daldry. And I'm trying to get IMDb okay. up, and it's not working for me. No, no, it is not. Dang it imdb.com do i have too much stuff oh no no okay cool there is let's see what he's directed real fast i thought it he was just a producer but uh he is actually the one that they're wanting to helm he did the hours billy elliott extremely loud and incredibly close i liked billy elliott he was the executive producer of the crown oh nice that's a really good so he's got some he's got a little bit of oomph behind him that's a good series like Uh, honestly if you guys haven't watched the crown watch the crown i don't care if you don't like the royals watch the crown he directed four episodes of the crown Nice. Uh, looks like he just got announced as the director for wicked Ooh. so okay he's gonna have a musical under he's gonna have a musical under his mouth which that could work with billy elliott yeah because i mean he got kind of into the world of dance there yeah I'm actually looking at his resume. Okay. I'm actually kind of okay with this. Yeah. I'm I'm down. I'm that's the thing. Like as I would be interested if Ian McGregor comes back. There hasn't been a word like if he will or won't. Right. But I'm kind of down for him to do just kind of to me he is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. So I I'm I want him to come back especially since he's probably aged enough where it need fit they'll right probably there. need to age him well, it depends on how young Luke is. I th- as, as far as I can tell, like baby toddler ish. I didn't think it said in there. Oh, that, that's the feel I'm getting. That, that's what I mean by that. It just seemed like he was going to be young, super. Yeah. I mean, if it's right before he actually goes into self-exile, then I mean, 
we have to have a reason why Luke doesn't know him. Yes. Yeah. So, so I mean, I'm, I don't know. I, I'm down. I'm down to try. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Uh, so continuing the Star Wars news. Star Wars. Um, Solo is coming out soon. So we'll get Yay. to talk about that next week. I'm hoping it's better than what we expect right now. Yeah. That's the hope. um so i love that there's a new droid in this movie um it's played by phoebe waller bridge and i thought that it was pretty funny um i don't remember the name of the droid right off uh because i really try to not have too many spoilers because i had too many spoilers with the prequels and that just really kind of ruined it for me i understand that um and so i like, I thought it was hilarious when she went to the audition to play a droid. She had no idea what a droid was. Okay. I think it's really funny. That's really funny. But she had also never seen any of the Star Wars movies. So it's understandable. Okay. To help you out, her name in Solo is L337. Yeah. So she's going to be the main droid, she's I believe. She's going to be the main droid. Um, she's got some big shoes to fill. From Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk. Well, yes and no. Well, and that's the thing. As long as I, I think from the trailers, it's actually going to be played r- right, where it's very, again, kind of the comical relief. I mean, that's kind of what the droids are yeah, in Star Wars. Exactly. Um, but yeah, like it was kind of funny because she had this idea that it was probably a robot. Sure, I get that. But then she went into the audition and she read for it in the casting directors were like could you do it a little more droidy and she was just like what is that and like one of the casting directors made like a little robot move with his hand and she was just like oh it is a robot (laughs) that's awesome I, i dig that so yeah i just think it's funny when people don't quite because i'm so far into sci-fi yeah like it's just natural for me to go oh it's a droid it's an android android yeah so I get it's that. human shaped but it's a robot it's a robot uh i looked her up on imdb real fast too uh-huh. she's actually in a tv show we want to watch which one Broadchurch. oh that's why the interview that she was on she was with david Tennant. oh okay that, yeah, that makes, makes more sense, sense. Yep. but yeah she's in Broadchurch, so that's cool that's pretty cool i i'm with like i'm trying to as this sounds awful I'm trying to lower my expectations so much of solo that I want to enjoy it because God knows I really want to have fun with I it. am not excited for this movie at all. I, I think I'm most excited for Donald Glover playing that's Lando. The only reason I am going because you know why I like Donald Glover so much. Why? And it's not just because of this is America. Oh, that is an amazing music that is video. An amazing. Oh my God. Song and music video. Um, so he actually kind of, he and his brother helped a little bit with Black Panther. I dig that. I, you I showed me this article so cool. and I was like, wow, that's really awesome. So like the joke where uh, Shuri is speaks up when they say, hey, are there any other contenders to be the n- next king? And Shuri raises her hand and is complaining about how tight her corset is. Uh-huh. That's actually something that was uh suggested by Donald Glover. That, that blows my mind. Like apparently it was in the... Uh, special features yeah and i I think it's crazy because i read this article too that they read the script in a day donald glover and his brother like just did like read the script in a day and then gave uh ryan coogler some ideas of the jokes yeah and that was it and like ryan coogler was like i can't believe they did that and was like it was really cool they like they got it and they gave me some jokes and i was like i'm in let's do it yeah because I mean, so we don't know what else was suggested by the Glover brothers, but the Glover brothers, yeah. the Glover brothers. But yeah, that's cool. But I, that's really I cool love that they that. helped out with that. Let's let's talk some comedy. Still, I I am I am stupidly excited for this movie. That which one? So which one? What's coming? Zombieland Two <laughs> is finally finally coming. Yay! I but can, when is it coming? It's coming October twenty nineteen. Yeah, Which, so we still have a year. Awkwardly, is the ten year anniversary of Zombieland One. Well, that's why. Yeah, and I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah. But I love that it's on track with the release date of 2019, and the original cast is coming back. Which, when you think about it, in 2009, you got some good actors. You got yeah. some pretty good actors. Now in 2019, you have 
Oscar winning actors. Oscar nominated. Oscar at nominated least. at least because yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Abigail Breslin was already yeah. Oscar she was an Oscar. nominated. Did yes. she win? I don't remember. I don't remember. She was Oscar nominated. Uh, Emma Stone Oscar nominated for that stupid movie. What was it? Uh, La La Land. La La Land. I didn't like La La Land. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Was he, was he nominated for Social Network? Social Network? I don't remember. I don't either now. I think that Army Hammer was, but I don't remember if he was. Yeah. I think you're right. I think Army Hammer was the one that was nominated. I think so. And then Woody Harrelson was nominated last year for three billboards. Billboards. Yeah. So He did a really good job. He did. I'm actually excited for this because it seems like everyone, like the cast is back. The writers and directors are back. Okay. Like, so it's been a couple years since I saw Zombieland. Yeah. We need to watch that because I was thinking about that too. When this like got announced, I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. I need to go home and watch Zombieland now" because I love it. Didn't Woody Harrelson's character die? No, actually, no one died. Woody Harrelson's character. What happened to his? Oh character? no, you're right. Because he wasn't at the end, like, and I know that they wouldn't have just left him behind. No, I don't no, no, remember what no, happened no, no, to no, his no, character. No. Okay, no, no, no. You're right. You're his son died. Everyone survived because at the end. His son? Yeah, Woody Harrelson's son died. Like, through the whole movie, you're thinking that Woody Harrelson's dog died, and that's why he's this pissed off guy. Come to find out it was his actual son that the zombies took. No, everyone survived because I remember the end, like, Woody Harrelson's, like, has a shotgun in one in the the fair that they're at. And he's, like, blowing... The carnival? uh, The carnival, yeah. And he's blowing uh, zombies away. And there was a scene with him and Jesse Eisenberg... And like Jesse Eisenberg's character got scared and shot the shotgun and blew up the Twinkies, the only Twinkies that they found. And so at the end, they're like the girls are rolling away. And then like Abigail Breslin's character comes out from the sunroof and throws a Twinkie at uh, Woody Harrelson's character. And they all jump in and ride off together. Okay, that was it. That's how it ended. I I was like, wait, no, you're right. One of the one of the main characters died. No, no one died. Okay. Cool. But I, I, I'm, I'm in. I want to see this. Yeah. Because Zombieland was over the top, something we weren't expecting. And it was it worked well, kind of like Deadpool one over the top. We weren't <laughs> expecting and it worked well. So we'll see what I happens swear to God, if Zombieland two doesn't it's, stay. Cr- you know, my fear with this movie is we're still suffering from a little bit of zombie fatigue. So I have. I have a small concern for this movie I just agree. because of that. Okay, here's I agree with you. Here's where I, I think we need to reframe zombie fatigue. I think it's walking dead fatigue. I, I, th- I, I think that we got a ton of zombie movies and it was just it was too, too many. Much. Yeah, I, I'll agree with you that there was a lot of zombie movies for so, like four or five years I'm in a row. I'm honestly hoping that next year, like... Pretty much everybody's zombie fatigue is pretty much gone. Yeah. Because I know that all the monsters just kind of cycle back. Yeah, everything, everyone cycles back. I mean, look at um, Legend. Was it Legendary or was it Sony? No, Universal. I'm sorry, Universal. They tried to bring back all the old monster movies like oh, Wolfman yeah. and uh, the, the Mummy. Mummy. And that failed awesomely. Like, yeah, but just apparently blew up that in their was face. just because the movie was bad. Yeah, it was. But I, I'm excited, but I'm with you. I'm, I'm a little concerned of the zombie fatigue. And but I'm hoping it won't be an issue. Yeah, I, me too. I, I hope really they, am. I hope they stay over the top. The jokes are funny and delivered yeah. like with heart and not just we made a sequel. <laughs> that would be nice. Yay. That's the hope. That is the hope in general. So we got some sad news. Let it let us all take a second. A moment of silence. Thank you for the PlayStation Vita cartridges. <laughs> And you sit there going, how many people actually have a Vita? Exactly. But Sony I announced. Mean, okay. We had one. We had one. And we need to get one again just because we're trying to get all the consoles. Yes. So PlayStation announced that they're ending Sony production. Ended. Oh, God. Sony announced. Sony announced. Well, Sony PlayStation. Sony announced that they're ending the production of the play, uh, PS Vita games. No, the physical. Yeah, just the cartridges. Like they're not going. Sony is not going to make the cartridges anymore. Yep. They will still have digital downloads yes. around for the Vita. Which we were talking about this, and I agree with you. I think the problem with the Vita, and I think if Sony did this like right now, 
they would actually have a nice market share of gamers re-release the Vita with a micro SD card. That would be amazing. I think if they just did that, like E3, just go, hey, by the way, you know what? We, we learned from the Vita and not doing our own proprietary memory system. You're going to get a PlayStation or you can just get any kind of SD or micro SD card. Yeah. Pop it in and go. I think that would resurrect the Vita so fast because it, it, it is one of the best systems for JRPGs. Yeah, but I mean, that's still a very niche market. It is. It is, it is a very niche Let's market. Let's be honest about that. It is. I mean, of course I'm in. Yeah, you're in. And that's part of why I actually want to get a Vita is yeah. because, but at the same time, I have so many that I already need to play. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's going to be one of the, it'd it's be gonna, really hard to yeah. go after Nintendo. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. Nintendo has got, like Nintendo dropped has, its flag into Nintendo handheld. has one and a half gaming consoles on the market right now. Yeah. That. Between the 3DS <laughs> and the Switch, which is kind of a handheld and kind, kind of, of a, a console. console. Yeah. But I agree with you. It's just, it's sad, but also, wait, they were still making physical yeah. cartridges. Yeah, I was a little surprised. I was like, oh, cool. I mean, we were talking about it like a month or two ago. We were yeah. both just like, are they still making Vita games? Yeah, wait, what's, and then we found out that no, they will not be. They won't I think it. I think they're ending it next year. Yeah, like... March like or March, May of yeah, 2019? I think, it, I think it's at the end of this fiscal year. Yeah, I agree with you. I, yep. Which goes through March of 2019. I love the fiscal year. It's so interesting. It's so weird. It's weird as all get out. But it's I mean, so, I understand it because it allows so interesting. to round up all the numbers from Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. I'm assuming that's why they do it. I, th- I, would, I would venture to say that's correct. That's my guess. Yeah. So jumping from Sony and PlayStation, let's let's talk about xbox real fast and microsoft yeah and microsoft i tip my hat to you because this is one of the coolest things i've ever seen a company do yeah it's really cool microsoft like apparently there was a leak last week about a new controller coming out for the xbox for the xbox and us as gamers and collectors were like oh cool a new controller yes so sure we'll try we'll this. try it and we're, we're trying to figure it out well come to find out it's completely different from what we first thought. Exactly. It is Microsoft and Xbox designed a controller to help disabled gamers. Yeah. So it's an accessibility controller. It blows my mind that no one has thought about doing this. And then Seriously, you at least at no, the, first party no first party. No first party. We know yeah, exactly. Granted, there was the Nintendo. You have to like blow. Oh, yeah. Kind of like the original Nintendo. It's like a headpiece thing that you actually yeah. have to move certain ways and like blow super expensive by the way 5g's i've looked it up on ebay yeah but no this thing is it's gonna be a hundred dollars it has a giant a and b button and a d pad looks like this is what it looks like but on the back of it is nothing but ports for you to connect whatever you need to to game and i started looking at like when xbox officially announced this i started looking at like the the testers that got to do it and someone actually plugged in a uh, uh, joystick, joystick, yeah, joystick, but it was for like flight simulator joystick. Okay, and they were like they were able to actually because how their hand was unfortunately disabled. I, I'm trying to make sure I say this properly. I don't want to yeah. upset anyone. How their hand was, they they could wrap it just right yeah, around. Like, the, they didn't have the same grip that non-disabled people have. Yeah. So they're able to grasp this joystick and move it as needed with their whole arm, but like their fingers might not have the same dexterity to Thank you. deal with yes. uh, all the small buttons and everything. Exactly. And another thing that I saw was like those big buttons, like the big staples button, like yeah. the, uh, well, that was easy. Well, that was easy. I had a trainer who had that button and he made us push it every time that we turned in a test. Nice. I was just like, why? Why? Shut up. Um, but yeah, it's one of it's a big button like that, so that way people can push that and like put the get four of those buttons. Yes. Uh, and just be able to put their hand on it so that you have A, B, X, and Y. Exactly. I I love this. I'm just like, this is a genius idea. This this is someone thinking, you know what? Gaming should gaming is for everyone. Yeah. And we have unfortunately left a group out. For lack of better terms, yeah. honestly, let's make that right. Like, I love this. I want to buy this myself and play with it, but I yeah. love to buy it and just give it to people. That would be really just cool. here you go. I, you like, want a game? We have a way for you to game now. 
Because like Nintendo actually had an issue uh, with their Switch. I I think it was on Reddit that I found it uh, last year when the Switch. No, um, when Mario Odyssey came out. Uh-huh. Uh, I remember reading an article about a guy who had Parkinson's. Oh, yeah. And he could not like he's played Dark Souls. He's yeah. played some hardcore games. He really enjoys Mario. But he couldn't get through Mario Odyssey because even with the pro controller, it still has motion controls yeah. and it would throw him off. Yeah, that's right. And he asked and then, if we could get it just get the motion controls turned off. Yeah. I think is and what so it was. what finally what somebody uh, finally remembered for him is that Nintendo actually has a peripheral mm-hmm. where you can attach the GameCube controller to the switch. Oh, yeah. So that's that way right. there's no more more motion controls. And he yeah. was just like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Yeah, that's. I hate saying it like this, but that's something we take for granted. Just we do. Like we have motion controls and we just keep our, our body steady or for the most for part, the most part, I have issues with it. But for people who unfortunately don't have that ability, th- this is something that needs to happen more often. Like, yeah. I mean, it would have been, it's a simple turn off motion control. Yeah. It's that simple. Thankfully, I, I, I remember what you're talking about now. Yeah. They had that update for the uh, GameCube port. You go into the Wii U so you can play Smash Brothers on. Yeah. And Nintendo said. Allowed it to well, come to Yeah, the allowed. Oh, we were shocked that worked too. Shut up, Nintendo. You know what you're doing because you had Smash Brothers coming. Seriously. But I, I think this is something that needs to happen more often where, I mean, gaming is a in all-inclusive. Yeah, we got to make it easier. Make it easier for people to jump on. And that's older people, disabled, young, yeah, 30-somethings that never touched a game. Just something As you that, get older and you have arthritis, like we're still going to want to play games. Yeah, absolutely. So maybe we'll actually need something like exactly. this. Exactly. So I, I, I love this. I, I'm, I'm so happy Microsoft did this with just needing it needed to happen. Yeah. One hundred percent. A funny way to close this. Yes. Maybe uh, some of those athletes that are getting carpal tunnel because they're playing too much Fortnite. They need to jump maybe, on this. Maybe they should get this. Yeah, I, I, I didn't want to talk about it, but there is an NHL prospect oh who God. is uh, apparently on the verge of not being a prospect at all because he's been playing too many video games, Fortnite oh in general, again. So I'm like, wow, we have a Major League Baseball pitcher who got scratched from the start, who's making millions of dollars, yeah. and an NHL prospect that just he's been playing too many games too. And it's yeah. like, oh it's my God, problem. it's a problem. It is absolutely it's a, problem. a problem. So... E3 is in a couple weeks. Yes. We are excited beyond belief. It's one of my favorite times of the year. Yeah. I may or may not have taken off work so I could watch all the conferences. Well, you're also having some having some doctor's appointments. Yeah, too, I got so. doctor's appointments. So I was like, yeah, I'll just take the whole day off. I already had the time off. Yes. So <laughs> Ubisoft. Uh-huh. I, okay, let me preface this by saying we're looking at doing just a whole E3 podcast in about two weeks, I think. I don't take. know. I feel like it's going to be better to n- have it next week. Next week? Okay. I'm down. Because otherwise we're going to be recording it the day E3 really starts. Is and it E3 comes that up- close? I thought we had two weeks. Hold on. That's why I said two weeks. Because I could have swore we had two weeks before E3. One. No, we have two weeks. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, we have two weeks. I was okay, like, so yeah, in two weeks. Oh, Sorry. Crap. Oh, crap. I was like, oh my God, is Sorry. it really next week? Or a week and a half? Oh, God. Okay. All right, so let, let's go through a quick some some of the rumors that we found out or that are being spread across the interwebs. One of them is Ubisoft. Great company. They have some great hits, Assassin's Creed, and God help us, Mario and Rabbids, fantastic game. And some misses, The the Division, which kind of sucks because I actually really like The Division. I mean, but it's Ubisoft. People, people didn't like it. Yeah. But apparently Ubisoft is saying they have a secret AAA title for E3. Okay. So what does that mean? Like, well, and it's kind of one of those. Let's dig around. What could be possibly coming out that Ubisoft hasn't announced yet? Mm-hmm. And the consensus tells me and what my digging is, it really comes down to Assassin's Creed or a Splinter Cell game. Really? You think Splinter Cell? I think Splinter Cell, because looking at some of the like little hints and little nods and uh, breadcrumbs throughout gaming in Ubisoft uh what is it wildlands there's a game wildlands there was actually a week where you could play a sam fisher from splinter cell and okay. there was there's a lot of little hints throughout that game and through that week when they decided to do it that sam is around 
And Sam Fisher is one of the better characters in all of video games. He's up there, I would say, probably in the top 10 characters of video mm-hmm. games. And I, I think it's it's about time that we revisit Sam Fisher. And the reason why I want that one is, one, the Splinter Cell games are actually very James Bond-esque in the <laughs> stealthy spyness. And I dig that. Uh-huh. Even though I'm awful at stealthy spy games, I'm getting better. I'm getting you better. You are. You are. And two, I don't want it to be an Assassin's Creed game because I have bought Origins. I haven't even touched it yet. Yeah. And we got to work on that. <laughs> I really, really, really hope Ubisoft has learned to make Assassin's Creed a biannual game. So every two years come out with a new one because that they, gives them the time. You get to do your stupid games as a service thing through a year because I, we can put out more year. DLC yeah. for a year and keep people relevant on Assassin's Creed. And then in another year, you're going to get a new Assassin's Creed. Now, yeah. the rumor for Assassin's Creed, though, is that it's Greece. Well, do you want to know why I think that it's a little more likely to be Assassin's Creed? It's because of that, uh, the Canadian Walmart, uh-huh. because they had a leak and like they put all kinds of games up that weren't supposed to be up. Uh-huh. And they're the ones that actually ended up... Um, Showing that Rage 2 was coming. Who knew that was like. And then (laughs) within a week, that developer was just like, yeah, it's true. It's true. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I'm just like, it could actually be true because of that. Was it Bethesda? Is it Bethesda? Uh, I'm blanking out. But yeah, they were they kind of jumped on. I don't remember Rage. No, no one remembers Rage. I remember Rage because it came out when I worked at GameStop. But that's right. But yeah, it was like with Rage and like the. uh social media team like started circling them yeah. stuff and really calling out walmart canada going you did it wrong you just should have did this should have did yeah, this yeah and that was really funny it was so, and that was one of those I mean, wait could this actually is be this real a little too funny is it a little too on the nose yeah, are you, are like you, did they put walmart up to it exactly and like i'm with you that some of those leaks like horizon 7 or something like or horizon 10 yeah oh, this forza is, horizon for, yeah forza horizon just 10 you're like yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn? Yeah, Forza Horizon. <laughs> we This should be a uh, Forza Horizon year. year. Yeah. yeah. And I think they jumped it to five, and we should be on Horizon 4. Something like that. So, yeah, some of those were like, okay, we know this is a little crazy unless they decide to go ahead and jump to five, but yeah. doubtful and whatnot. So it's one of those, it could be real. There's a very and, good possibility that and, it's not. Yeah, and I wouldn't hate Assassin's Creed coming out again, a new one, right. but... I think I think Splinter Cell. It's time. I, I really do, and I I, I literally yeah, you need, make a good case for I it. Need I time. just <laughs> Ubisoft doesn't always pay attention to that, See, and I feel like Ubisoft is one that really likes to get games out, yes. whether people want them or not. Do you feel okay? Little sidetrack real fast. Uh-huh. We we know Nintendo do what Nintendo do. Yes. They, you you don't know what Nintendo's going to do until Nintendo does, and you're like, oh, that's actually really Nintendo of them. I'm coming yeah. to the point where that's oh yeah you know that's really Ubisoft yeah like Ubisoft is right underneath Nintendo I, on I the they just came do their to that own stuff. like last year yeah they, their stuff like, is eh, like legitimately whatever. crazy so but I mean they also do Rabbids and they're the ones that teamed up with Nintendo yeah. to and make Rabbids and I feel like Mario Nin- yeah Nintendo and Ubisoft have like great relationships together because Ubisoft was one of the first ones to like support the Switch. Because they knew it was going to be a good console. And Let's now, be honest. The Japanese have an obsession with France. Valid point. They really do. That is a valid, valid point like, on that. They're ones that have a museum for the Little Prince, which is a French book. And it's in and, Japan? And it's in Japan. Really? Uh, somehow I missed you telling me this. I'm sure you yeah. did. And I'm like, uh, wait, what? I met somebody. Uh, she, had, she and I went to school together. And she was telling me about how she went to Disneyland in Japan and like on the way there, everybody on her bus wanted to stop at this little prince museum. And That's she was just like, what? Crazy. Yeah. Like it's been oh there for God. years. This was like 10 years ago that I heard about this. Wow. That's okay. That's cool. So, so like the museum is all in French and Japanese. That <laughs> is awesome. Yeah. I am down to go look at that. Yeah. I would love that. Guys, we want to go to France to do the little prince amusement park. Yeah. I would love to do that. But now, I mean, I want to Japan's up there. Like it's yeah. Japan and France that are fighting each other for who, where we go first. Yeah. Ooh, Japan might have between J- that the little prince and the uh, baseball. Yeah. Food, the stadiums. 
an Aki Harbor. I don't know. I don't know. We might be going to Japan first. I know. Japan has a lot of cool stuff. Yep. I'm just so scared to go somewhere where I don't understand the language at all. Like not even the same alphabet. I get you. I, so it's I'm, just intimidating. I'm with you. We'll figure that one. Yeah. We will figure I'm not that against one out. it. It's just intimidating. That's all. Hey, speaking of uh, Japan uh-huh. and um, wonderful things that we get from Japan. Exactly. Like, like Studio Ghibli. Exactly. Side note, literally got a tweet right now going, hey, select Studio uh, Ghibli movies are on sale. <gasps> really? Yes. And I'm like, oh, crap. I'm about Dude. to buy. I'm about to buy some Studio Ghibli movies we that we were missing. Be. I know we might have them, but I think this is the re-release for uh, G-Kids. It looks like they are. I, I'm down with that since yeah. Disney, lo- Disney let go of the. Uh, yeah, we have all those, actually. Yes, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I want the, I want them all right with the proper production release, whatever, whatever. We want the covers to match. Yes, we do. I'm crazy. Like I saw. OK, so I follow a lot of book accounts on Instagram. Yeah. And uh, somebody posted that they had uh, like they have books that are all in the same series. And then like the last one in the series is taller. And I'm just like, no. Well, that's like why we didn't finish Hunger Games. The the movie is one size. And then the collector's edition of Catching Fire is like an inch and a half taller. And it's like we kind of need to rebuy that. Oh, God. Just. Oh, God. It's so annoying. Studio Ghibli films. Uh Awesome. But an indie game that just jumped on a radar called Forgotten Anne legitimately is a Studio Ghibli game movie well, game looks like looks like it looks like it, it has it's that look alike it has that beautiful art style yeah it's absolutely fantastic we literally watched the trailer right before we started recording because it, it's really cool it was really cool Can, what, what's the breakdown because i know you did a little more research on this one in the um so it's this land where the things that you forget like your lost sock or that chair that you just kind of lose and you never see again. Uh-huh. They go to a land for forgotten things. So it's kind of like Rudolph and the uh, Island of Forgotten Toys? Uh, per se. Possibly. Um, but yeah, like they go there and they're given a new purpose. So like a gun might be a police officer. Or okay. a chair is a train conductor. Gotcha. Like they okay. have actual uses. Yeah. And there are two humans in this land. Okay. You play as Anne because she's forgotten. So mm-hmm. she's in this land. I don't know what her story is. Yeah. Um, she is an enforcer. So like you have to decide whether you're going to enforce the rules or you're going to let the n- items go. And apparently like the developer was not looking for a whole moral he was more just trying to show how are you going to do this are you going to be forgiving are you going to have a lot of empathy and forgive are you going to be a hard ass and uh just not (laughs) let anybody go you're gonna be a hard ass like what are you gonna do uh but yeah like he's danish and um I think he is Vietnamese, but grew up in Denmark or something. Interesting. Uh, The developer, that is. Yeah. Um, And so he was just wanting to show the duality of how do you approach life and just, uh, let's see, uh, we're making, this is a quote from the developer, we're making something focused on empathy, on understanding things that you don't start out understanding. So just pointing out how your views can change and how that duality comes into life. So if you want to see this game, I'm probably going to buy it after we're done recording this episode. Yeah, so, we're uh, probably going to play it here. Find us on YouTube at The Geek Level, our gaming show Couch Capades. It's probably going to happen because I love that yeah. premise. It might not come out for a week and a half. It, it might not. Come, yeah, it, it'll be a little Just bit. Just letting you know. But yes, yeah, so that's going to happen. I'm going to buy it as soon yeah. as we're done because that I'm in for that. That sounds so cool. Yeah. And Oh, and it's a platformer. But so there is no death. Ooh. There is no death because they thought that the deaths uh, took you out of the game too much. Ooh, okay. All right. So I'm I just thought that was kind of interesting, interesting because they didn't want to have to replay uh, cut scenes and everything because that took you too far out of the game. They wanted you to have one continuous experience. I like that. So yeah. a developer thinking a little outside the box on the we love our cutscenes, but death means going back usually at the cutscene, and you're gonna yeah. have to watch yeah that i dig that that that's yeah. some really thinking like all right let's but make yeah. an enjoyable experience for the player and the thing that I'm i in. love yep 
There are multiple endings. Oh, depends crap. on your choice. Oh, crap. So, All right, so this will I'm be like a 114 that. episode game again, isn't it? Pretty much. It's going to break Mario Galaxy 2, which is our longest run <laughs> series. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be that bad because, Probably I mean, not. the game is only like $20. Okay. Uh, it's on PC, Xbox, I think, yes. and PS4. Yep. You are correct. We are going to get it on the PC. Yeah. Going to download it on get Steam. It Steam. All right. So you found this one, too, actually. Yeah, it's another cute game. Because I had to. We're all clamoring for animal crossing i am definitely clamoring for animal crossing on the switch the switch i am going to get it because my wife loves it and she like we like to play video games together i still haven't figured out the animal crossing way yeah you kind of gave up i did so new leaf which i understand but i will 100 when it comes out at least try i will buy animal crossing on my switch so we can play that so tell me about this one though okay so there's a new game it's called mineko's night market um, I love that it's got the word Neko in it because Neko is the Japanese word for cat, and this is nothing but cats. So wait, it. nothing like, but cats? Well, I mean, I think you play as a human. Okay. But like all of the animals are cats. Interesting. Okay. And it's got exploration and crafting uh farming so it's a little bit of animal crossing and stardew valley and uh things like that with only cats. with only cats the art style looks so cute it almost reminds me uh oh i can't think of the name of that game there was a really super cute game that was announced last year that this reminds me of but i can't think of what it is so that's okay uh, it also reminds me of the animation style for that game that's supposed to come out where you have holes that like get bigger and you swallow. Oh, donut, things. donut county. I think that's, yes. I think it's called donut I think county. That one. Yeah, I think it's that okay. One. I love that. So that kind of art style. I love that's that kind of what it reminds me of. Okay. Um, but yeah, it just it looks so cute. Time out. Time out. Uh huh. I love the development team name. What is Meowza it? Games. That's right. Oh my god. Yeah. That is really cute. Yeah. All right. I, uh so there's no release date just yet. I think it's supposed to come out in the fall. Probably. I think that's what it said. Well, f- uh, well yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Brandy, I know. We're we're buying oh, this. Oh yeah. Game. Brandy and I are definitely getting it. Or you guys, if if you want to catch out Couch Capades Red, it's where two redheads <laughs> play video games. Not well. No, no, not well at all. Hopefully they bring the haws and you'll be able to. You can laugh at me raging. (laughs) But I'm in because that's the thing. We all need our Animal Crossing fix. Yeah. Yeah, like you play as a little girl and you have a giant cat like friend. Uh huh. And then you also can like grow cats in your farm. It looks so cute. Grow cats? Yeah, like you farm cats. Like literally, you pull them out of the ground. What? It's so cute. It's like banana. Uh, possibly, but they don't stay in the banana. Okay, gotcha. So yeah, I think this. I think if this is done right for this game, I hope yeah. it does come out in the fall because I do not believe Animal Crossing is coming out this year. I think no. it's going to be no. I don't think so. Fall. Nope. Nope. Spring 2019 for an yeah, actual Animal like Crossing that. game. Yeah. Okay. I you know what I I love that that is adorable yeah all right let let's get into the meat and bones a little bit Uh the meat and potatoes even though we don't eat potatoes anymore sad face I I miss potatoes it sucks so bad okay I love potatoes so who here wants a super oh no a Nintendo NES classic raise your hand shut up I know what you're (laughs) laughing at leave me alone okay it's hard to fun to pick on it's hard to talk okay so. The NES Classic is finally coming back. Nintendo said last year that they are going to re-release it in 2018. We finally know when that is, and that is June 29th. I was lucky enough to get one that is still in the stupid box because I don't want to open it. You refuse. I refuse to open it. Punk. I know. I want to play it. Well, we'll get that one. We're going to get this one. We're going to play it. Yes. But everyone get excited. Also, let's be a little weary on ordering from Amazon. Weary. Weary. Is it weary? I thought weary. it was weary. No, weary is when you're tired. Oh. Weary is when you're on guard. And you just got learned. <laughs> so did I. Yeah, weary is W-E-A-R-Y. Okay, weary. W-A-R-Y. Weary. Weary. Weary, okay. Because, I mean, it wasn't confirmed last year, but... I thought Nintendo tweeted it out last year, like, towards the end, that, hey, 
okay, we heard we're going to bring it back sometime next year. Okay. I don't know, but I remember I, remember, when I remember Amazon like having a shipment of Oh, them. that was for the SNES. That was for the SNES? Oh. That was okay. the SNES Classic. Okay. Then never mind. I'm not going to say what I was going to say. But yeah, let's get excited. I want this. It needs to come back. This is probably the reason why we're not getting virtual console. This is one of the reasons. I mean, because it, it has the games just, most people want to play anyway. And it's going to be, what, probably 60 bucks again? Because yeah, that's what it, it was last be. year or last time. It should so, be. And it's, what, 30 games? 30 games. Yeah. So July 29th. Mark your calendars if you want a... June. June. June 29th. June. It is June 29th. Uh, we haven't seen anything about you can pre-order it just yet. Amazon had it. Uh, wasn't that your... That was Spain. Oh, that was Spain. Amazon right. Spain had it. Yes. Okay, the European um, overseas so, versions have been pre-orderable. U.S. versions not. That's not right. Not yet. That Not yet. So Not yet. We'll, we'll see when that comes. So, I'm going to uh, get mine from If you want GameStop. updates on that, on Twitter, follow war, at Wario64. So much information. I believe that man is like 20, 22 people. Probably. I, I believe he is that everywhere. That account is like... I believe he is everywhere. He is like sentient ai that is like <laughs> transcended into the internet pretty much and that he just sees everything it creeps me out and i love that man or yeah. woman i don't care what you are but you have helped doesn't us matter out. doesn't matter okay another rumor because we're on the e3 rumor train yeah retro studios uh-huh. now for you nintendo fans we'll know that retro did the uh, metroid prime games absolutely awesome they also did the donkey kong remakes of the games so like donkey kong yeah. country remakes well, rumor has it they're making a Star Fox racing game. Yeah. Which, when you think so, about that, go, wait, what? Star Fox Grand Prix. Yes. We will see if that, I, I actually, I hope that's the title because it's just simple. It's easy. You know what you're getting yourself into. I feel into. like Nintendo has really been trying to do that with the Switch. They're yeah. just like, let's switch back to easy titles. Normal naming convention. I, I hope I this think is- the weirdest one, if it's true, is going to be Yoshi's Flipping Island. That's the one I want to be true. Yeah. Of all of them, I want that one. Yo, That's what, one of the rumors. What, what are you playing? Yoshi, Yoshi's Flippin' Island? John, you don't have to cuss. No, that literally is what the game's called. <laughs> yeah. I'm not dropping the F-bomb. But no, Retro Studios is rumored to be making a Star Fox racing game. Awkwardly enough, I am in for this. Yeah. Because, let's be honest, Star Fox has sucked. That one yeah. for the Wii U? Awful absolutely awful like you and michael tried to actually record it for the channel yes. and you spent like a week trying to figure out how to record it well yeah because we had it was we had to record the tv we had to record the wii u gamepad michael and i rigged up this weird it device was so weird that would hold a camera steady while we're actually like using motion control on the gamepad on the gamepad and we're like this isn't gonna work no. oh also, this game sucks, so that kind of helped, too. Yeah. But it was just so weird, like, why Nintendo really... Well, Nintendo do what Nintendo do. Pretty much. But we need a good Star Fox game, because what people really know is the N64 version, because they've got some good memes, and the characters <laughs> from Smash Brothers. Yeah. That's it. And yeah. part of me was like, well, why are they going to do this with... Um, a racing game? A racing game, because you got Mario Kart. Yeah. But with flight, changes everything. And yeah. if they do it right, and that's just kind of the, if anything gets done right, it's going to be good. But yeah. the flight alone, I think, would be really, really cool to make work where it sounds like it's going to be like closer to Diddy Kong Racing on the N64 where you have your circuits, but at the end of each circuit is a boss. Mm-hmm. I actually dig this idea, especially with yeah. flight. And it just, it well, seems like it's also com- going to be a story. And the story mode, too. Yeah, you're story right. Story mode with bosses. So all that coming together, like, I actually want, this is one of the bigger E3 rumors that I want to be true. <laughs> hoping so hard. Hoping so hard that I, I hope so it to, in, to existence. I think the one thing that I'm sad about is that Retro is definitely not doing the Metroid Prime 4 game. But the rumor of who's doing that, I'm actually a sigh of relief for. Who's supposed to be doing it? Namkai Banco. Bangai, Bangai. Help ben, me. Bandai Namco. Bandai Namco. <laughs> Trust me, guys. I know a lot about video games. He does. He but does. I cannot talk very well. Like, Nam- seriously, in normal conversations, he corrects me on these names. Bandai Namco, which yes. is also they're doing Smash Brothers as well. Okay. Yeah, they did that. They did yeah, it last year. Cool. They, they have a good partnership with Nintendo. Yeah. I'm with you. I wanted a retro to do Metro Prime 4, but 
Let's I mean, do something it's also, else. It's Let's also do. been, what, 10 years since the third one came out? God, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember. Yeah. So, we, uh, we're, we're Nintendo fans. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. Obviously. The biggest leak this week for us right now, mm-hmm. and we're, we're freaking out about this, is Nintendo, well, Pokemon Switch. We've yeah. got some rumors, some leaks about what is the new game going to be like. Yeah. And I am actually on board. So the two games are going to be called Pokemon Switch Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Switch Let's Go Eevee. Weird, but I'm in because... I'm not against it. I'm not against it because, one, I'm going to say it. I was right. Let's go back to the originals and start from the beginning and go, go back. Kanto. Let's go back to Kanto. And you know what? It's going to be a remake of Pokemon Yellow. And I'm like, yes. I was yeah, right. I know cute. how to make money for Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo, call me, baby. Anytime. I will drop what I'm doing here <laughs> and I will fly wherever you need me to go. And he will learn Japanese. I will learn Japanese for you, Nintendo. <laughs> call me. Please, for the love of God, call me. No. <laughs> so remake of Pokemon Yellow. Mm-hmm. I like this idea. because oh, I, I like a lot of what they're saying because, one, it's a remake. Yeah. It's a, going to be somewhere assets art style graphically wise in between pokemon ultra sun and moon and pokemon yes it's going to be somewhere in that middle not leaning yeah. hardcore toward pokemon and not leaning a weird upraised well, leaning a little bit more towards sun and, uh, moon. Sun and yes. moon i believe and i was listening to some uh, a couple podcasts and i kind of agree with them the first game first pokemon game on a new console leans a little more toward the old school yeah and so then the that next, way they can they figure get, they can reuse some of those assets, some of those assets. Possibly. And the second game on the console is where they full fledged go all out and use the power of that system. Yeah. So I would say 2019 Pokemon game is going to be probably Pokemon, like the art style of Pokemon. I don't know if it's going to go towards Pokemon, though. You don't think so? I think I think I, I would I love know. if they came up with their own. Yeah. I, if they came up with their own, that's cool, too. But because Pokken f- is made by somebody else, isn't it? Uh, the Tekken. I don't know if it's called the Tekken team. I think it is called the Tekken yeah, team. But it's made by a different company. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just saying in the graphical style of that one, where it's more fluid and you can tell it's being ran on better hardware. That's what I mean. I don't. I don't mean <laughs> the actual assets from them. Just yeah, better looking. Okay. Better. That, that's what I mean. I'm sorry. Yeah. But with the weird part of this leak, which kind of got us back into an old game. Was Pokemon Go integration? Yeah. Apparently, according to this leak, take it with a grain of salt. This Pokemon Switch game, let's go Pokemon, let's go Pikachu, whatever, is going to be integrated with Pokemon Go. And you, you, I, I had my doubts of like why and how, and how, and you found this. I actually found in one of the articles that I read, uh, code miners or data hackers got into the Pokemon bank, which has linked all of the Pokemons yeah, together. From the GameCube era on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Not GameCube game boy advance. I'm sorry. Game boy advance. Okay. Uh, they've gotten into the code of the Pokemon bank and apparently there are, there is code set up to receive Pokemon that you caught in Pokemon go. That's mind blowing to me. And I'm just there like, you know what? That is so much easier for me because Pokemon Go, I can just sit there and catch all the Pokemon. I don't know what it is about Pokemon games that you can't get into. It's just hard for me to get into, which blows I'm really my mind. trying because you are an RPG fan. I am. Oh, but I think I know what it is. OK, I have too many choices. Valid. I have too many choices. I can make my party up of too many people. Yeah. Like JRPGs, I have like Final Fantasy VII. I have six characters that I can put in my party. Yeah. That's all that I can choose from. No, you And have... I'm to a point in the game where I have four characters that I can choose from to make up my party of three people. Yeah. You have so, 150 video from yellow you have 151 characters you can choose from to make a party of six and i'm just like okay do i need to just pick 
six that I'm comfortable with? Do I need to try others? Do I need to upgrade this person? When do I upgrade? Uh, when do I evolve? How do I do this? Like, there are so many components to pokemon jesus christ that i get overwhelmed i'm overwhelmed by that thinking i'm like wow you really go into it like i don't even well i guess i need to now because I'm, I'm assuming this next one's gonna have well have all that like if you evolve one at night then it becomes this pokemon like yeah, uh rock rough that's like right. it's too much it's too much. Okay, I read an article. I really am an overthinker, but that means that if I give you a compliment, it's because I've really thought it through and I'm very genuine about it. Valid. That's true. Yeah, we did that uh, letter psychological profile thing. Was that the one you were talking about? No, this is something else that okay. I didn't tell you about. Okay, that's fine. But yeah, okay. So getting back to this real fast. Uh, one, that's amazing, but I... Like there is so much to Pokemon oh, and Christ. people, people who just are in Pokemon don't think about it. Cause and I'm there. just there like, no, there are like 800 something Pokemon, 900 something 900 Pokemon now. now. And how do I catch them? How do I get them? How do I evolve them? How, when do I give them berries? Like there are so many mechanics in that game and people don't understand that. Yeah, I I know. I'm well because this thing. I've, I think I said this last week too. There was I've read articles of people like restarting the game hundreds of times because there's a statistical likelihood of like point three percent to get a shiny starter. What the hell does that mean? I don't know. It's shiny. It shines. I, I guess you have better stats or something like that. But there, there's so. a different way of doing that. Okay, let's go. Let's, let's talk. remake. Of, on, let's go remake of Yellow. There's going to be two versions: Pikachu and Eevee so far, possibly. Eevee's so cute. Red and blue will play a role in the story, and you and your rival are new trainer. So this is after the time of when I was a kid playing Pokemon Red and Blue. Yeah. I think that's awesome. So by red and blue, they mean that they're trainers. The, now. the characters, yeah. They're they're full-fledged yeah. trainers. Just uh, making yeah. sure. Uh the Pokemon will follow. Like, I didn't know this was not a thing anymore, because in Pokemon Yellow, Pikachu would not be like when in the in original games, it wouldn't be in the po it, in the original games, you just walked around, you didn't have a Pokemon following you. Mm -hmm. The Pokemon's going to come back now, which is closer to what Pokemon Go is, because we have a buddy following us collecting candy. I'm still trying to get my Growler up to be a Golem, and good God, that's going to take forever and a day. Yes. Uh, HM's still replaced with uh, Pokeride from Aloha. I don't know what that actually means, to be honest with you, because I didn't finish Pokemon uh, Sun and Moon. And then, uh, like we said, there's an online has a hub for players. This is something that I don't think will happen What's uh, my personal thing that I want, which I don't think will happen this year, but I hope happens next year, is that you and I will have Pokemon games. Eevee, let's say Eevee and I get Eevee. Pikachu. Dips on Eevee. But we get to play the game together in a shared environment. So like that would be really we, cool. we team up. And so when we come up to a trainer, instead of it just being one on one, it's a two two V two battle. That yeah. way we can share experience points. I can help you out. You can help me yeah. out. You can, I, I can need be, all the help I can get. You can be, you can train and like specialize in like water, like Misty. Yeah. And I can train in hell fire because that's what I am. Yeah. But something like that, I think would be really freaking awesome yeah. if they did that. And then like rewards in game and in Pokemon go for linking them together. And apparently a new accessory, like, cause I know there's the Poke Walker that you can hit and it'll catch the Pokemon in Pokemon go. So somehow, I guess with We've this not gotten that with the linking of the two accounts together, they'll get you can get a new Poke Walker, Poke Walker thing? thing. And we don't know. It'll help you in both the game and in Pokemon Go. Okay, this so seems a little far fetched to me. Those are all the leaks. Yeah, I'm sure that there are several of them that are wrong. Yeah. A announcement coming soon, like before E3, too. That I don't one, know about that. That one I don't believe. I, I want them to just go, oh, by the way, Pokemon, here you go, and walk off. I don't know, though, because they started announcing Sun and Moon uh, before E3. True. Like, we at least knew the names. Yes. So, I mean, for all so, we know, we're going to get it's a... It's very possible. Like, this week. And also, like, if Nintendo really likes to focus on just one property for E3. Yeah. And I think that they are more excited about their own property smash brothers yeah so i think that they want to give pokemon its time in the sun uh, and i wouldn't be surprised if they do a direct yeah. about pokemon. pokemon like the week before i could uh, you know what Poke yeah i see that yeah just knowing nintendo, knowing nintendo and, and how, what they do. how crazy how they are. are i could see that 
That would be that would be very would, interesting. Yeah. Because then those two games right there, you want to sell twenty million switches, Nintendo? You, you're done. Like, I mean, you did yeah. it with having the year of, like, you had the year of Zelda and Mario and Splatoon. And they this also year, had the year of Luigi. The that year, didn't go. That over didn't well. go everywhere. And then this year you have <laughs> uh, Smash Brothers and Pokemon. Yeah. And probably Yoshi. I would assume Yoshi's coming out this year too. Yoshi's flipping island. Yoshi's Yoshi's flipping island. Heck yeah, I'm in for that. that. So that would probably sell your twenty million, and then if on within the fiscal year, right before it ends in March, drop Animal Crossing the Ugh. first week in March. That's how you sell twenty million units. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out if Animal Crossing would be best right before a holiday. I don't know because I, I how I see Animal Crossing is like since it follows the uh, the seasons. Seasons. I think starting in spring, starting off in the springtime. And going through that season makes marketing sense to yeah. me. I think my biggest thing is I want them to have it be like right before one of the holidays, whether it's like Mardi Gras or Easter or whatever, because they have things in the game for every single holiday. Valentine's Day. Drop it in February then. I don't know. That would be cute. Yep. Yep. All right. Or drop it the week before. So... Be ready for some E3 talkage in two weeks. Yeah. Because it's it's going to be big. It's going to be long. I'm excited. John will be long-winded. I will be long-winded. <laughs> God, you are so mean to me. Love you. You're so mean. You have anything else? <laughs> no, that's it. All right. Well, you know what? Find this podcast. If you're listening to us, thank you very much. Like us. Give us a rating. Tell your friends. Up. Tell your friends. We're on podcast uh apple podcast that's what it's called now it's called apple okay. podcast google podcast stitcher i think we're on last fm i don't know i'm getting things from that one okay and um and we, we put it up on youtube as well exactly so on youtube and all of our social media we are actually the geek level yes we're on facebook twitter instagram that's and it. And we have our super secret project that's coming at the end of the month. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. That is so close. I know. Do you want to announce it now or do you want to no, wait? No, let's you wait. wait. Okay. Pass that then. We'll see you next week. And don't forget. Always level up. <laughs>